You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here carving out this time. Today, I want to answer three of the most common questions that I get. Number one is, what if we can't afford couples therapy? Number two is, what if we can't find the time for couples therapy? And number three is, what if my partner isn't on board with talking to somebody else or talking about their feelings with a stranger? These are really common questions. And before I give you the answers to these questions, first I want to start by sharing my own story, my personal story of going to couples therapy. And then I'm going to provide some solutions and some options outside of going to one-on-one couples therapy that can help you stay supported and find different ways and resources for you to support your relationship outside of couples therapy. It does go without saying that, of course, getting that one-on-one support from a therapist is going to give you very specific support that is really focused around your specific needs as a couple. So these resources that I'm going to offer won't be giving you that individualized support, but they are going to give you a lot of really wonderful tools and things that you can put into action on your own. So first things first. So Ariane and I, we did couples therapy when the girls were quite young. And now when I look back on that time, At that time, I had not yet created the four relationship seasons. So in my mind, I just thought, oh my gosh, like what is going on with us? There's so many changes in our relationship. We clearly need help. Obviously, I am a therapist. I am an advocate of all types of therapy. I've been doing my own individual therapy for many, many years. It's my self-care. I've learned so much. I love personal growth. So clearly I'm an advocate of therapy, but I had never done couples therapy before. And when he and I were what I said at that time, I remember saying a lot. I remember saying, oh my gosh, we're just in the weeds. We're in the weeds of parenting. And, you know, as a retired singer and dancer, I also did a lot of waitressing. And if you've ever done any surveying, you know, that's a term that we use when, oh my gosh, there's like, you're getting all of the orders all at the same time and all of that stuff. It's called being in the weeds. So I used to say a lot during that time in our relationship, I would just say, we're just in the weeds. We're in the weeds. We're in the weeds of life. We're in the weeds of parenting. And now I can recognize that what I was saying was we're in the coping season. And I wish, I wish I had that terminology when I look back at that part that that version of me, that younger version of myself, I wish I had that language to say, oh my gosh, of course, of course, this is hard right now. You're in the coping season and you're not going to be in the coping season forever. There's four seasons and you're going to move through all of them. I really wish that I had that language and that terminology. It really would have helped with my own self-judgment around the state of our relationship. I thought that we were failing. I thought we were doing a bad job. And me being a recovering perfectionist, I thought I'm doing the bad job because that's what I would tend to fall into is putting the blame on myself. Me being the one who must be inadequate or must not be doing enough. And that's why things aren't working. And 
anyways, now reflecting back, I can think, oh my gosh, of course, you were in the coping season. And these are the, you know, textbook symptoms and signs that you're in the coping season. And now you know exactly what to do when you're in the coping season. So at that time, we're in coping. We're in the weeds of parenting. And so we reached out to a couple's therapist. I remember at this time how difficult it was to A, find a babysitter. Our children were very young. I think, oh no, I think I'm lying. I think we only had one one child at that time. Yeah, I think it might, it might have been right before our second daughter was born. Not that I'm trying to lie to you. I'm just trying to remember the timeline. <laughs> so anyways, so I even remember with one child how difficult it was to find a babysitter who could put our child to bed so that, you know, we could leave the house without being stressed out, you know, as parents. Bedtime is such a, a big thing. And that's your way of being consistent with your with your child and with your family. And when you're not there, it's like a, a big hurdle to get over. And so here I was trying to be proactive in our marriage and trying to do the right thing, but also it pulls you away from your role as a parent. So it's really hard. So there was all these roadblocks getting in the way, but we did it. So we ended up finding a babysitter. And then I also remember how challenging it was to find a right time between my husband's work schedule, my schedule, the babysitter schedule, and then the therapist schedule. So these are four individuals, four different schedules that we had to coordinate to go to one hour of couples therapy. And then not to mention, it's like the travel time there. And then we would try to tack on a little bit of like date time after our couples therapy so that we could unpack things a little bit, maybe go out for a little bite to eat. So it was like carving out, oh my gosh, so many moving parts. I know, I know if you're listening that you, you get me because you are a parent and, and you know what that's like. So I'm laughing now because I think, oh my gosh, it's almost like a feat in itself that we got ourselves to therapy. Honestly, there were so many hurdles in the way, but as a therapist, I was like, we're doing this. This is the right thing. We're going to do it. So we ended up doing, it might have been three sessions of couples therapy, because if I'm being honest, all of that coordination between those four people, right? my husband, me, the therapist, the babysitter. And of course, if I'm adding in like our baby at the time, there's a lot of like individual needs to meet. So it was, it just ended up being too many roadblocks. Not that we weren't enjoying our therapist or the work and the process. That was great. But there was too many other roadblocks that were getting in the way that made it overwhelming and just felt like it's not worth it for us to try and jump through all of these flaming hoops to go to one hour of couples therapy. And here's the interesting part. This was the moment for me, as I look back, that I thought, if me, myself, who's a, r- a real advocate of therapy as a therapist and a, someone who's, who's you know, done her own work and is very committed to that, if it is this hard for me to commit to marriage counseling, it must be equally hard for other parents. And for other parents who are going through likely very, very similar challenges. So this is when for me, something clicked in my brain and I thought, we are not the only ones who are struggling and we are not the only ones who need support. So this is where the solution came in. And this is where if you are not able to afford therapy or find the time for therapy, or if your partner's not on board with therapy, these are the options that are available to you that Basically, because of my own personal experience, I was like, I need to create solutions for people because I know how important relationships are, how 
to children, right? You guys are the the center. You are the secure base for your children. If you're not good, then of course it filters down to your kids. It affects them. So, you know, as a therapist, I, I also knew that. And I was like, I cannot let people go unsupported. So this is where the Parents in Love movement began. And this is where I started to create my first online course, which was called, well, which is called Couples Tuna. Anyways, this is when I decided, I was like, I need to make it my mission as a therapist to focus on helping parents keep their couple thriving after having kids. Because these were the conversations that I was having my office with my clients. And then these were also the conversations that I was having in the playground with other parents because everybody was going through the same challenge, right? How do we find this time for our relationship? And why has our relationship changed so much after having kids? So this was like, I have to normalize this and I have to be able to reach people and make it easy for them to get this support. Not like jumping through flaming hoops, coordinating with a couples therapist to actually get into the office and and do 60 minutes of therapy, right? So how can I make it easier? So the first thing I thought of was like, obviously virtual is the best way. And by the way, you guys, I was doing virtual therapy way before the pandemic. This was already something that I thought parents need to be able to do this from the comfort of home. So that was something that I had started doing years, years before, you know, everybody hopped on Zoom and the world went virtual because I knew that to get support, we need to make it as easy as possible. When you're in the weeds, you're not like, hey, you don't even know where to look for that support. So first things first is that I took my practice online so that people could have that access to support from the comfort of home. So number one, any ways that you can find virtual support is a great idea. I do virtual couples therapy and virtual individual therapy, and there are so many other therapists online who are now doing that as well. Please make sure if you are going to go down that route, make sure that your therapist is registered in a professional college, whether that is social work, psychology, oh, I'm just saying the wrong, they're a (laughs) psychologist, psychiatrist, or psychotherapy, right? There's four different mental health colleges. So make sure that your therapist, you can look it up. You can look up the directory that is within your region. So here in Ontario, for example, I am a member of the College of Registered Psychotherapists of Ontario, right? So every state or every province, depending on where you live, will have a governing body, a college it's called, and you want to make sure that whoever you find, if you're especially online, because there's so many like scams happening online, I don't want anybody to get to fall into that. Make sure that you're working with somebody who is registered in a college. So that's number one, if you're going to do virtual therapy. Number two is, as I mentioned, because I was going through this myself as a parent and I want to provide online support, I also thought, you know, people don't have time to commit to a certain time and date. And so this is why I created Couple Sandbox, which is my online membership program designed to for parents to reclaim passion and play in their relationship. So when you become a member of Sandbox, what that means is you get access to a video library of really amazing conversation starters and educational conversations. So I've recorded videos all about great communication, family foundation things. So family foundation, like what what's your intergenerational history? 
And how is that impacting you in this moment? What are the patterns in your own life? How are they playing out now? Communication tools, how to be an amazing listener, what verbal communication looks like, how to be clear with, we also look at passion. So how, how do you find time to be intimate after having kids? What is your intimacy vision? What does that even look like? We also look at play, so the playfulness of your relationship, right? How do you find play amid the responsibility of parenting, right? The weight of that responsibility is so present. And how do we find play? Because these are so, all of these pillars, I call them, these are essential to your relationship health, right? Understanding your family foundation, understanding how to be an amazing communicator, understanding passion and what that looks like specifically in your relationship, and then also understanding play and the need for all of us to connect with that in our lives. So this is how Sandbox was born because I was like, I want people, parents especially, I want you to be able to just click play on a little seven minute video together. Instead of watching Netflix at night, just watch a little seven minutes of something that is, you know, purposeful and will bring up insightful conversation between you. I know what it's like to get trapped in the the conversation around scheduling and home life and what's going on with the kids and who's potty training and all of those details, you know, work and the money and the finances and the planning. We can be great at those things. And I also want to remind you, and this is what we do in Sandbox, is to bring the focus back to you and staying curious about each other as individuals And so in Sandbox, we don't talk about work or the house or the kids. We are talking about you and and your interests and who you are as individuals. So this is why Sandbox was born. So that is a wonderful tool for you. It's really, really affordable because cost of therapy is, you know, three to four hundred dollars an hour and Sandbox is forty four dollars for a month right? So you get so much access to knowledge and information right at your fingertips and that you can press play on whenever the time is right for you. The other question that I want to address is, what if my partner isn't on board with couples therapy or even with sandbox, for example, something that's really accessible? Even some people say like, Oh, my partner's not really into that. Can I, can I join on my own? And my answer to that is always yes. Whenever one person in the relationship starts doing their own personal work, it will affect the relationship. There's two people in relationship. When one person shifts, of course that shifts the relationship. And the other really cool thing is that you can watch, you know, a sandbox lesson, for example, on your own, and then you can bring it up in your own way in a conversation with your partner and they don't have to know that you watched a lesson or that it came from somewhere else. You know, you can bring up the conversation topics in the way that feels right for you and your relationship. There's no right or wrong way to do sandbox. We do have bi-weekly live calls to help people stay accountable and often people really like to hear that, you know, other couples have similar challenges and have similar joys as well along the, their relationship journey as parents. It's also, it's really comforting to have that sense of community, but some people don't even join one call. They just really like in taking the information and using it in the way that is 
right for their couple at that moment in time. So we've, we've covered, you can do virtual therapy. That is an option. You can join couples sandbox, which by the way, I'm opening the doors for sandbox in the fall. So I would suggest getting on the wait list, which is at allisonvilla.com. Or if you're already on my VIP email list, then you will be the first to know when those doors open. They're only open for five days. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing, then I would recommend go take either the relationship season quiz to find out what season you're in, because that will also put you onto the VIP list. Or just head over to allisonvilla.com and when you look at Sandbox, which is under my offerings, you'll see the orange button that says waitlist and that will put you directly on the waitlist so you will you will get notified when the doors open. I'm also going to be offering a really amazing masterclass before the doors open, by the way, so you'll hear all about that. So outside of doing individual couples therapy and joining Sandbox, the other thing is very, very simple and you're doing it already, which is listening to the Couplehood podcast. You know, you are being proactive by being here every week and listening to these tips. And I know that this is coming into your psyche. You're absorbing it into your consciousness and it's probably subconsciously coming out in your relationship and maybe in your conversations and the things that you're thinking and the way that you're speaking to your partner. And that might just be you only listening to, to the couplehood podcast on your own. Because even when one person starts making these changes and has these insights, a shift will happen. And the shift can be slow and steady. Of course, it's not going to be overnight. And when there's two of you on board, then of course, you're going to notice more momentum and more change happening more quickly. But Remember, relationships are slow and steady. And so having realistic expectations is also really, really important. This is why I'm all about small steps having big impact. And that's also why, you know, couplehood episodes, they come out once a week. These are small little snippets that allow you to like small steps that have big impact, right? You showing up consistently to couplehood, that is amazing. It's such a gift to your relationship and it's a great resource. And it's something that you can really easily pass on to your partner by saying, hey, have a listen to this, or even just bringing up some of the the topics in your own way. So lots of things for you to think about today. I hope that you have found it helpful. Couplehood is free, which is a one way to get that support that you need. Couple Sandbox is $44 a month. It's quite affordable in comparison to couples therapy. But also if you are able, virtual therapy is another option that makes it quite convenient for you to get that one-on-one support from the comfort of home. All right, you guys, I hope you've found that helpful. I'm sending you so much love and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.